Hello, welcome again to Sarcasm Colored Glasses with your host, Critical J. Um, we have been on slight hiatus, even though I promised we we're going to get back to stuff. But then, you know, life again happens and we're working on that new work-life balance. So apologies for that. And as there is a whole lot of content out there that I am rushing and begging to get out there to you. Um, so forgive some things are a little late, but they're still still relevant. You know, we're, we live in the world of, uh, you know, high tech technology where everything's streaming. So it's not like, oh, you know, it's like I missed this thing when it was on. So, you know, I can't catch up. It's like, no, everything's on demand, streaming, whatever. And that's typically the stuff that I talk about anyway. But so th the first catch up thing, which is, you know, probably a couple weeks old, but still relevant and still awesome and still feel like I need to talk about it. So it's Godzilla versus King Kong. Where's the King Kong? For, no, it's Godzilla first. Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, not our typical thing to talk about, but it totally fits into our sci-fi um, world because obviously neither of these creatures <laughs> exist in reality um, that we're aware of, right? Um, but one thing that really ties into the stuff that we like to talk about most is this isn't a sequel, you know. We and I feel like we've grown past that whole sequel saga of everything you know it's like okay here's part one here's part two whatever and all this stuff like that you know like if this movie does well then it's gonna have another one so on and so forth but this this is more than this this is what fits into our to our avengers world our dc uh dc universe and all that stuff like that um because it's it's world building so it's not just like, okay, here's Godzilla part one, here's Godzilla part two, and in part three, he gets, he fights with King Kong. It's like, no, not at all. We first got our, our, um, our initial thing actually coming from a reboot, um, actually a reboot of reboot of reboot of reboot, because how old is Godzilla, you know? We're talking about going back in the 30s and stuff like that, you know? So our our first introduction is the Godzilla movie, um, which, uh, you know, was like and it, and it was also because we've already in our time had uh, another Godzilla reboot um, for the, the current generation. But it was, meh, you know, I mean, it was, it was OK for the time, you know, but, you know, nobody's raving about it right now. Um, so then, you know, we we got into this deep review into Godzilla and um not to say his emotion of things and whatever, but you know, it's like, it's, you know, more of our modern thing where we're taking, we're not just rebooting something, you know, it's like, we're, we're following the, the hit list of, you know, it's like making sure the casting's right, making sure that the story makes sense, that it has, you know, Easter eggs from originals and that it's based off of those originals and stuff like that, you know, so that has the same feel. And, um, well also like having like a great script, you know, where you're loving the character, you're loving the storyline and it's a storyline that makes sense you know it's not just like hey let's put godzilla into our modern world it's like it says like how would something like godzilla work into our modern world and it's something where it goes into like when we had batman begins right we've had batman movies before um but this one wanted to be a grounded one you know something that like yes this is a fantasy world of comic book characters but it is a world that feels like something that we actually can identify with, you know, and something that's not so out of touch with everything. So, and and that's what this Godzilla was, you know, and it was a way of bringing it into like, you know, um, with our DC things, how do they talk about superheroes and superpowers? They say metahumans, right? So it is 
meta being off of human. So it is coming off of a human. So it is like, you know, a change to a human being, which is something that is identifiable to us. And so in this sense, you know, we had, you know, Godzilla being like, you know, I, I forgot what they call that, a specific thing that they uh, call these particular monsters, you know. Um, but it's something where it's like, okay, they've existed. We weren't aware of them. Um, and, and one thing that I love about this franchise is the intro credits. You know, usually like the intro credits, um, you know, you've got the names going by or if it's something that just jumps right into the movie and shows the things as you're going. This one, it um, it gives you like, you know, it's got the names and stuff, but it's got these little clips going, you know, um, these history clips, which is something that ties it into making it something realistic, something that is more identifiable because it's showing all these different clips of like, you know, sightings of this monster and, and all, and the cover-ups and all these type things and, you know, redacted forms. And it's one of those intros where you, you really, you're staring there, you're looking at it like, oh, what does this one say? What is it? Cause they're, they're flashing by quick, but it's something where it's intentional. Every single clip in there is intentional. I'm not just saying like, Hey, let's just, you know, grab a couple of movie strips, you know, um, so like, you know, Godzilla's paw on here and just throw up there. But no, it's something where like, if you read it, you see the building of Monarch, um, the corporation that, you know, is funded to go, you know, find these monsters, uh, work with them or do whatever, whatever, you know, these corporations do. I don't know. But it's something where it's like, um, Roxxon in, um, in, in our Marvel world. It's some, you know, except for Roxxon doesn't really do anything, but it's something where in all the different, uh, franchises, they mention them. It is a, is a massive corporation that is, is, you know, around, you know, in DC, you've got LexCorp, uh, Wayne Industries, stuff like that, where it's not necessarily that particular movie about that thing, but it is by mentioning it, name dropping it, you're showing like a connection to these other type of things. And in this one, it's a monarch, right? So in your first Godzilla, we're not even really getting like a whole feel of it. It's just like name dropping, throwing it in there. So it's planting the seed. And so I'm not talking about the actual Godzilla movie, but like, you know, that was the first and then blah, 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 whatever. And so then next you have your your King Kong movie, your Skull Island. So it wasn't just because, again, we've had reboot after reboot after reboot of King Kong movies from, you know, back in the 1930s. And our previous ones were, meh, you know, they're good for the time, right? But they were just like, hey, let's take this old movie and make it new. And that's basically what they did. But in this one, you know, it's like instead of calling it, you know, King Kong or whatever, King Kong 2 or King Kong Returns, whatever the hell, you know, it's Kong Skull Island, something where it's like, you know who King Kong is. So we're just going to say Kong and we're going to say the island that this is happening on. And simple, you know, so it's not rehashing. It's not, you know, it's putting it's saying that it's understanding the fact that, you know, this already. We're not going to just go all over this We're This isn't an initial new story, okay? Where we don't have to explain who the hell King Kong is, okay? Um, you know, base covering over. But anyway, same thing with the same introduction with the monarch things. But then, because you've seen it before in Godzilla, you weren't even paying attention because it's just like, okay, yeah, the corporation calls monarch, whatever. But then then you, like, you start seeing it more. Wait, and then you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait. This is a different movie. This isn't Godzilla Part Two. This is King Kong, so but they're still talking about the same corporation. 
and they're talking about similar matcha. And it's like, okay, all right. And so your interest is peaked already. And then they have, you know, the Godzilla, you know, they don't even call it part two, which is amazing. Godzilla King of Monsters. So again, no, no order. This is just the world. This is the world we're building, you know, and then in that introduction of like Godzilla King of Monsters, because your first movie was about Godzilla and, you know, the monster that he was fighting. But this is saying he's the king of all of these others. So that means that there's all these others out there. So then it introduces the story of the alpha and everything like that. So, you know, that they've got that they basically this war has been going on and on and here it is we're in this particular phase of this war you know we've got two alphas that just came out and they're gonna war and they're gonna find out but uh you know see who's gonna be the winner and whatever you know this one is obviously the one that's a bad one you know this one kills and stomps around but isn't intentional and you know and only does it because he's pissed off you're in his way you stay out of his way he leaves you alone so obviously we're going to root for this guy and the name of the, mo the movie's named after him, you know, and it's saying he is the king of the monster. So spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so, but again, so and that introduces that and, and then, so then we have Godzilla versus King Kong, your two um, anti-heroes who, you know, at the start of their movies, you were going against them, but then they ended up being the saviors the saviors are going against each other. And so, you know, you're instantly thinking of like Batman versus Superman because like how do good guys fighting, you know? And besides in this thing, they're not, they're not technically good guys. They're just like, you leave me alone, we're good. You get in my way, stomp, flat, whatever, <laughs> you know? So obviously King Kong is the nicer of the two um, because, you know, I mean, it is funny watching this movie too because it's like Godzilla really just... And by the way, there will be spoilers because this is streaming and um, if you, especially if it's been out for a bit already. So, you know, if you haven't seen it by now, then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, don't listen to this. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, spoilers going on. Um, so uh, Godzilla, you know, he just basically walks in there, smashes this, smashes this. And, you know, and my mind is, you know, um, and especially since, you know, I started doing this insurance thing, all I'm thinking about is property destruction, you know? And, um, you know, even in like Batman versus Superman, actually taking it back to Man of Steel, hugest freaking destruction of like, you know, like carelessness of like human life and property, you know, like things are just like buildings are getting smashed, all this stuff. And I'm glad that Batman for Superman that they did kind of, you know, that they did address this issue that, yeah, you know, like Superman, you know, he defeated the villain, but he also wrecked the freaking town, you know, that's a city, you know, some freaking rubble. I don't know how the hell they got it back to where it was in that state, but whatever, you know, I'm not going to nitpick. But the, the fact that it is like, you see a huge, like, just think about this, you know, it's, you know, like whatever, four in the afternoon. Are you working? Yeah. Especially if you're in a business world. Yes. You know, this is like pre-COVID where people are actually in office buildings. So, yeah, you know, like you have like this big fight going on and then some dude goes through the building, the building crashes down. It's like literally you've got like 9-11 all over the freaking city and just like, meh, whatever, you know? And so but I digress. This is, you know, like this is basically Godzilla's thing too. You know, he just walks in, smashes this building, smashes this building, crushes this person, like breeze file of this place, you know, all because he's pissed about one thing, you know? And then he goes away and whatever. 
And you're like, what? <laughs> and uh, so, and you know, while like, you know, King Kong, like he's, um, you know, like if you're taken back to Skull Island, like, yeah, he smashes up the planes and stuff like that. But it's like they were dropping bombs, you know, the, the ones that didn't shoot at him, he left them alone. You know, he he definitely was like, you know, the people that were appeared to be doing good and stuff like that. You know, he would, you know, he, he was fine with them. He's fine with the girl. He's all, you know, he had uh, the the guy from Step Brothers. He, he was his friend, you know, so he was out there trying to, you know, he's protecting the villagers and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you get in his way. He's going to smash you without a thought. But, you know, if you um, look here comes fire trucks. Um, oh, maybe it's King Kong or God forbid. Hopefully it's not Godzilla because you will instantly hear crushing down and the podcast ends. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so yeah. So King Kong, he's like, you know, like he said, you know, he he's the. I don't want to call him a tragic hero, but, you know, he's not, he's the, he's the better of two. You know, he's, he definitely causes less property damage along the way of what's going on, you know, and he doesn't act out quite as strongly as Godzilla does, you know. So, you know, you're going through his movie, and of course, you've got your obvious one where, yeah, it's Godzilla is the first name, but, you know, obviously King Kong is the better of the two. Um but, you know, along this, like, you know, it, and it created this world, you know, and it created this the whole thing where these two can coexist from these previous movies. Because, like, it shows that from that first one, they had a plan. And that is the most important thing about when you're world building. Listen to this hard, DC. You know, have a plan from the start. I mean, you're definitely making great grounds with, you know, Snyder Cut and stuff like that, you know, going along. I mean, they're learning their lessons, but, you know, it, it's also how many years has this been going on? How many movies have been put out without them learning this lesson, you know? So, or suffering because they didn't know this lesson in the beginning, you know, and, uh, and I applaud everything they're doing to recover from it, but you are recovering um if you knew this in the start you wouldn't have this problem um so anyway back to this as they had their plan from the start and and it ended it showing in its fruition through as each movie progressing through and this one like you know say about like God, it was, i felt it was pretty non-stop you know it was and when i say non-stop i don't mean like oh yeah they're just fighting straight through and all this stuff it's like no they're not there's talking parts there's all this stuff but it's like it's a movie come on even fast and furious has your parts where you're sitting there talking and mulling over stuff forming formulating plans or all this stuff you know nothing is just straight go through unless you're like um yeah i can't even say transformers transformers all it had like you know plenty of the straight action scenes were like 20 minutes long but who wants to sit there for 20 minutes watching somebody running through the freaking dirt, um, the, the desert, you know, being chased by, you know, huge machines that can't catch up with you or going through the city and basically the same thing. Or, you know, um, nobody needs to see that. You know, Matrix also did the same thing with, you know, um, like beyond the first one. First one was flawless um, with like these long dramatic fight scenes and it just gets to the point where you're just like 
It's like, yes, it's like, it's action, but it's like boring. There's nothing going, like there's stuff going on, but I'm not interested. You know, how many times I'm going to see you run from this person? How many times I'm going to see you slap this person back and forth or whatever, you know? Those are like the latest uh, Jason Bourne movie. Um, and I love those movies, but like the latest one when they came back to uh, Matt Damon, same thing. 20 minute long sequence of like a car chase or them like switching uh, hands in like, you know, like dodging around in like a freaking crowd for like 20 minutes straight. It's like, I, I need some substance, you know? And if you are going to have something that is like straight action, like Mad Max, um, Fury Road, uh, where you're not going to have a lot of talking, you need to make, you need to make sure that it makes sense for it to be this long. And that's not just one thing going straight through. So yeah. Yeah. So when I say nonstop, I mean nonstop interest. Okay. So, you know, you've got to have your things where you're building up. You have to have the things where your Godzilla team, your King Kong team are coming together and they're like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And obviously like, you know, the big, biggest mystery is what is wrong with Godzilla that he's freaking out because he was fine 10 minutes ago. Now he's going and he's smashing up this company. Nobody knows, you know, it can't possibly be that the company's doing shady shit. <laughs> um, but um, it's it all this, you have to build up to that. And so in that sense, yes, it was totally non stop and then and so and this is this is what i love too and this is probably one of my most exciting moments of the movie isn't even so much their fight um well their fights because there are a couple of them but the introduce introducing <laughs> the introduction of mecha godzilla and it's something where and it's so funny because then they even played off at it too and that's what i have to love about this thing is it's you know while it's dark and serious and, and like intense it's also very funny you know for but it's like not like slapstick funny you know it has your characters where and you know i with me i feel like comedy in these type of movies you have to do it right you know it has to be fluid it has to be grounded the way that you know somebody would actually say something you know you're you're not like throwing slapstick jokes in the middle of like oh somebody just died there you know it's like it it, it feels out of place and there's plenty of movies that have done that um but in this one, like, you know, where they played off of it while also, you know, giving homage to where this came from. This isn't just something that they just made up. You know, if you, they just made up, they say, yeah, you know, this this is this is Robo Godzilla because like technically he's a robot. He's Godzilla. But, you know, the guy is like he's like Robo Godzilla. You know, that's Mecha Godzilla, which is so funny because it's like, what is the distinction? You know, there is no distinction except for the fans, you know, except for the fact that this is something that came from the original movies, you know, otherwise it'd be fine if he was Robo Godzilla, he wouldn't even need a name or whatever, but this is something where they're acknowledging that this came from somewhere and that, that, that type of stuff gets me super excited. Um, so when, you know, I started seeing the robot, I'm like, oh my God, it's Mecha Godzilla, you know? And then the first thing they say is Robo. And then there's like, no, it's Mecha. And then it's like, oh, yes, yes, you know? Of course, my wife is watching me. She's like, what is the big deal? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you don't understand, you know? You don't understand. This is important stuff. Um, but anyway, so, um, you know, like that was super exciting. And then, you know, and like, it's funny because I was chit-chatting with Alex about this stuff. Um, you know, before he had watched it, he's like, he's like, oh, there's no way that, you know, this monkey is going to beat this radioactive thing. He's like, you know what? You're right. And, you know, and 
Obviously, Godzilla is way overpowered. Um, and one-on-one, -on -one, Kong gets his butt kicked by him. And But then, you know, it's like, oh, the thing is, all he needed to do is beat him. It wasn't even like, I got to kill you, whatever. It's like, this is a match of superiority. I won. I proved it. I'm walking away. You know, that's all I need. That's all I need to say is, you know, I'm the biggest, baddest. Take this monkey, you know, but then, you know, um, it works into the whole story of like, you know, like, well, how could King Kong combat him? You know, and it's, you know, Batman versus Superman, the same thing. This guy is literally like, you know, an alien super god versus some guy in a suit. And so you're like, you're like, how do you level the ground? How did Batman level with Superman? He brought out the kryptonite weapons. You know, he got on like a super bat suit and stuff. So, and, you know, they give King Kong this, like, this axe that can absorb Godzilla's fire, you know? So he's got a shield and he's also got a weapon. Still gets his butt kicked because that that's just how it is. But the fact that Godzilla's got to go against Mecha and then he's getting his butt kicked. And so, and then Kong jumps in because he's like, you know, he's like, you know what? This is, this guy, this guy is the threat. So he's got to jump in there and, you know, and then they're in the tag team fighting thing of that. Oh, it's awesome. The sequences of it, the choreograph, incredible, you know, so it was super exciting. And, you know, they're going back and forth and whatever, you know, and then they end up having to team do this huge team up thing. And it's kind of like, a, I don't know, I feel like I'm watching like, you know, the Heart Foundation fighting like the uh, sting or somebody you know it, it's freaking exciting like that you're like you're like in a wrestling match and that's what it felt like you know um but these are like you know the top guys going against each other this isn't like you know like i don't know like these random guys and just like blue tights this is like no this is the top of the line wrestlers going at it and um you know your your enemies came together it's literally this is like Vic, Vince McMahon could have written this you know your your enemies coming together against the common foe and and succeeding and the funny thing about it is and this is what like i mean this is where i'll probably leave you with this thought so if so Godzilla beat Kong but Kong no wait Godzilla beat Kong and Mecha Godzilla beat Godzilla, Kong beat Mechagodzilla, who is the winner? Okay, you know, who who really is, you know, because like this is where things like end up kind of evening out. It's like, yeah, you won this one match, but I beat the guy who beat you. So what's that say? So, you know, let that sink into your head. But yeah, this movie was incredible. It was exciting. It had like Really, it, it drew in all of the aspects of the previous movies that built up to this while giving homage to the originals. And the cast was incredible, of course. Um, and and everything made sense. I, I can't say that there were things that I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that was kind of dumb or that they didn't really you know, think that one out or something. It's like, it's like every, every movie, there's always gonna be something. There's always gonna be people in nitpick about stuff. But I'd say this one, I haven't heard much about um, on on the negative side. You know, I think like anything that was um, 
that you could say would be like weird or whatever or not like that. It's like, I think it's like negligible. And it's like, it's one of the things where it's like, what do you want from a movie? You know? So yeah, incredible movie. Um, if you haven't watched it, then I don't know why you've been sitting here for 20 minutes getting spoiled about it. Um, but watch it again. You know, I think it's really, it's, and I hope that, and I feel that, you know, definitely does have potential to continue on with this world. You know, we could have, you know, I don't know, whatever. I don't know if there's going to be a King Kong Jr. or whatever, or something like that. But it's like also with that, you know, world beneath, like opens up a whole bunch of possibilities of what else is going on in there, you know? Um, so I, I think that they still got a lot more that they can do and and do it effectively. And, you know, and I feel like also if they are going to, they probably already thought of it. It's already in the works because they started with this idea from the beginning. That's the feeling that you get from watching all these movies is not that it's like, hey, this made money, let's make some more. Like, no, here's the next continuation in our thought process. So let's keep looking out there for it. Let's watch this movie over and over again. And let's keep talking about it. Um, but yes, if anybody out there trying to make movies and thinking about something, even if it's a reboot or whatever, world build, thinking about it, you know, it's like, forget about sequels, forget about, you know, like, let's see how well this does start with your plan in the beginning and let, and, and just let it roll, you know? Anyway, so I hope your prescription is filled and you guys are seeing clearly and seeing Godzilla and King Kong and everything else out there. Until next time.